0: what do you have on the back of your chair? When you, no, when you just were rotating, (laughs) it looked like you had wings. I'm like, when did you sprout wings? It is one of those (laughs) white
1: furry rugs. Like, you know what? I just put this in the back of my chair. So it's like fluffy. Yeah. You
0: totally look like you have wings.
1: (laughs) Well, I'm, I'm officially an angel this year. There you go. Hey everyone! Welcome to Genic Stories, a podcast about how the so-called lost generation found itself. We are your hosts, three of us again: Eve, Lori, and Chris. On today's episode, we're going to talk about a topic that we've actually never talked about officially before: old dogs, new tricks, and what that means. Can you change your world at midlife? What have we done that we thought we were too old to try? Plus. Our Facebook group, that's not true. I didn't ask our Facebook group. <laughs> what happens in our next chapter of life? You may be surprised how we are choosing to reinvent ourselves in our 50s. Okay, on with the show. Hi, guys. Hello, Hello. everyone. I'm still pretty rusty.
2: <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I'm still pretty covid Yeah. <laughs>
1: We're recording this on the same day that that poor Chris has no voice because of COVID, but we're making him do it. So this notion of old dog, new tricks, we've Mm -hmm. talked about it as sort of it's never too late. We have been working for 30 plus years. Longer than that. Yeah, I've been working for 50. 40. I was going to say you were working at five years old? No, 40. I was
2: 14, yeah. 16. Yeah. So 40 years. I was 12.
1: Is paper out? Mm-hmm. So I, I will give our ages. I'm 53. Lori, how old are you? 56. And Chris? Same. Let's say mm-hmm. at our current age, if we are able to quote unquote retire, we have like 12 or 15 <laughs> more years. Okay. I know you're laughing. Uh, I have to say this. If by the books we have 12 or 15 more years, are we going to do the same thing or are we going to change?
2: Uh <sighs> Well, we might not have a choice.
1: Like if you had to choose something different right now, I mean, I think there's things that are like by choice and there's things that are not by choice. Mm. If your industry ages out, then you have to find something brand new. I think right. there will always mm. be events, Laura, even if they survived the, survive the pandemic. They the pandemic. But Chris, are you thinking about changing after this strike that maybe you do something different?
2: I had a conversation with a, a couple of friends of mine and... I'm sort of grateful that I'm at the age that I am because of the changes that are coming and what the impact that that will be in people who can read up about AI and all these things and how they're going to impact the entertainment industry and design industry and these kinds of things. I'm kind of grateful that I'm Probably getting towards the end of this career because I think that 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 kind of impact is going to really shift things. And I'm old enough to have lived through starting out. We used to do things with pencils and
1: right paper drafting and, by hand. And
2: yeah, we did everything by hand, and then computers came in. We had to adapt to computers, and it wasn't terribly easy. But you had a foundation. Yeah. And now you're basically going to take all of these these groups of people, and you can basically develop all of these backgrounds. So somebody still needs to design this and edit mm-hmm. it, but but there'll be less people.
1: Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. So what that's going to mean and how things are going to be done. Now, there's always going to be a little bit of a disconnect because of the world that I work in, which is multi-camera live events and those kinds of things. Those will always kind of need a certain kind of touch to it but it's all going to change. So I'm kind of grateful in a weird way. And I don't know what I'll do. Do
1: you have other do have you have other passions working. or side gigs or things that you like to do outside of the theater thing? I
2: think you just got to survive okay. or try to get to hopefully a retirement kind of situation. In this. <laughs> so
1: here's a question. Is uh-huh. this generational? Are Gen Xers facing this? What are you going to do in your next chapter? Are we unique in this or does everybody go through this at this age?
0: So it's interesting. My dad retired very early. He was a year younger than me when he retired after 33 years. He taught for a while, but he said he should have gotten another job and done something. I know I'm going to be working for a while, but I got to do something else that makes me happy. So like I'm looking at some volunteering opportunities Mm -hmm. because it just can't be the almighty dollar it's got to be more. Like right. I don't care if I volunteer, but I, I got to have something else that fulfills me. Right? I think a
1: lot of people are doing that. We've chased money in our yeah. job. And I think if you ask a lot of people in their mid fifties, they'll be like, you know what? My entire intention has changed. Maybe your totally. kids are in school. Maybe it's not. You still have to make enough money. But doing things to make you happy. I work for myself. Right. I used to make a lot more working for an agency. But the freedom I get, and especially this past year, the freedom to, to work or not work because mm-hmm. of my grief brain, you can't put a, a dollar amount on that. Right. Yeah. So is that unique to us? We
0: I think are. it might be. We just have had the desire to change jobs and not stay somewhere 30 plus years. We kind of don't have that mentality that we have to stop at some point, we can reinvent again.
1: That's what we're talking about because we're never yeah. talking about a stop. Like, we are not the generation to get the gold watch, take the parachute, and go, right. and then just sit around. Um, there are some myths, like the myth of midlife. There's an article out there, and we'll put the link in the thing. And it says, First, the myth of midlife is as the onset of decline is rooted in historically outdated conceptions. There's lots of other myths of midlife that it's that you can't do this. This notion of midlife change, we're going to say next change. chapter. I guess the question is as we are aging here, are there signs? That we are going to close one chapter and open another one? Does it come out of the blue? Which way is it gone for you? Chris is looking at the industry saying, you know what? Things are going to change and I'm going to have to go roll with it. Yep. Do you see that, Lori?
0: Like industry signs or like my own personal signs? Everything. Sure. I don't know about everybody else, but I definitely am pretty reflective about how I want to spend my time. More so now and than that, when you were yeah. younger? Oh, 100%. How I want to spend my time, with whom, where, yeah, all of it. I'm sure I could look at my industry and find signs, but any change I make would be a personal Think
1: about these things a little bit because there's ageism. So Um, I I worry a little bit about that, that, that if I wasn't working for myself, if I had to go get hired by someone else, would that even work? Like I've aged out of being hired by an agency because I'm 53. But this was another chapter happened at 49, 50. I'm going to ride it as long as I can ride it around the same time. Frankly, this podcast came up, which is like a side fun thing to do. Like Lori's talking about, you got to have something that makes you happy. Mm -hmm. And who knows where this is going to go? If Lori has her druthers, we're all going to be famous or
0: at least she'll be famous. We are (laughs) going to be famous.
1: So maybe our generation is the kind of like, we're just going to keep shifting, like you said. And whatever happens, happens. Versus planning, saying, at this time, I'm going to shift into this. I yeah, mean, yeah, uh, I'm not doing that. Or MacGyvering. I think we've MacGyvered our whole life. Right. I think we're going to MacGyver our next chapter to some degree. If you look at some celebrities, I hate to tell you, Kevin Bacon is Whoa. 65.
0: Wow. My, my cutie patootie boyfriend. Are you and
1: sure he's 65? Look him up. I'm going he, to. Did, he did a video with his wife, with Kira. At their farm, sure he, is. He just this is sixty five. That's not what sixty five used to be. No. no, he's now on the farm. He has a whole brand new life. It's like you're sixty five. You're still young. You still have shit to do. I don't
2: yeah. know. well. We look at somebody who's sort of in, in that kind of position, and I, I'm probably right in saying that he's probably pretty comfortable.
1: I would say, right, Dan Bacon is can do <laughs> whatever he wants there financially. There isn't quite that
2: kind of thing <laughs> that that majority of the people sort of kind of live with, which is not only your own well being, taking care of you, if you have a family, taking care of your parents, paying for fucking for mm-hmm. health care, yeah, and everything mm. else, and was Social Security going to be there and that kind of stuff. So there is that kind of difference, right, and mm-hmm. being able to do mm-hmm. that. And there's certainly, you can take away the good things about it, but it isn't necessarily reflective of kind Real of where people. everything else. Yeah, it's sort of that balance between like you kind of have to plan for what might be coming, yeah. but you mm-hmm. also don't want to just be completely buried by the anxiety of what might happen. Like you still got to live where you are in the day at the day and then go forward.
1: I think that's that's true. I mean, while we, we like to look at people like Kevin Bacon and say he's great at 65. Yeah, different life, but yeah. different life. never going to be as financially stable as him. But the feeling that he exudes about being 65 and just sort of living, that's something that I definitely want to keep alive. Yes. In what I do and wherever I end up. Have you guys tried things in midlife and do something you've never done before? Hmm. Professionally or personally?
0: Either. So I took a class this summer and I'm thinking of taking another class. That gets me certifications just in case I want to test the waters in something else. That's smart.
1: Do you see yourself at at a time doing these certifications
0: and actually changing what you do on a daily basis because of it? Not today because there's no money in it and I still (laughs) need to live. But it could be something that I do later or I volunteer with. Okay. Volunteering my time with that skill. I have that's, thought about that.
1: But that's a big thing because it is all encompassing kind of thing. It's different that you've ever done before in a lot of right, ways. Right. I think that's amazing to to get your mind continually
0: thinking forward. We'll just keep doing new things. Well, it yes. was super interesting because I thought, I don't think my brain can learn like that anymore because I had mm-hmm. to write papers and I had to take tests. Oh, and I thought, you can. well, I could. I and could. you know what? You know what? It made me think what? I I miss learning. And so I'm like, okay, so now I could take a different class. And now I'm looking at becoming a certified mediator, the court system. Yeah, a lot of ways you can go with that. Will this be sort of a part time gig or will it be a post retirement thing? I don't know yet. But I enjoyed learning. I like the idea that you don't have
1: to know, that if you do decide to do something, getting everything lined up perfectly is not going to happen. So no, just to just sort of go with it.
2: There's certainly a lot of things that you can go and do and keep online classes and, and extension yeah. classes. But almost an encouragement for people to do that, like exactly what Lori's doing is like now I, I can learn things. First of all, I, I'm a hell of a lot better writer than I was when I
0: was Right, in right. <laughs> Correct, and right. I'm a
2: hell of a lot better, like... Reader, So the the idea of going back to school or learning something or trying something different, value-based kind of things where it's just the experience of just doing it, not necessarily planning for something, but putting another tool in your toolbox, as it were.
1: If you work for a big company, they often have restitution. So yes. you can take a course and they'll give you your money back for it.
2: Sweet. Yeah.
1: And if you if you if, if people our age see that, I mean, I know that there's fear. It's like if you do that, then they're going to get you prepared for a new career. They will do it for a 25 year old, 26 year old. But we're 55 and 56. So fuck it. Like if that happens, if your company gives it, take a class. Hell yeah. Oh, 100 percent. Take the class. And again, if you have the money to do it, great. But if you don't and they'll give you your money back, even half of it.
0: Oh, yeah. 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 Take yeah. The class. I love yeah. that class. idea. Take I the know. class, whatever
2: and, it and, is. And the other thing to do, too, is is just to just dig in like to whatever you can do and to travel whenever you can. It, it, we're not done yet by new <laughs> stretch no. of imagination. So like do what you can when you can as much yeah. as you can, but also like put your feet up.
1: <laughs> but you, right. I mean, there is that. The other side of it is that the the working your ass off, maybe that mm. you can change that. You can shift that a little bit. Make sure that you're covering your money. Make sure you're covering what you need. But being able to have a little bit more freedom in that is maybe something about midlife that we don't talk about talk a lot about yeah that, that that it's just like we're just we're gonna push ahead to the deadline well deadlines change
2: now everybody wants to be engaged yeah and, and you also want to not only just engage with your brain but also having human connections that is the thing that that i don't think we've figured out in the, uh no. in this country but is, is how do we deal with it but now i'm taking a left-hand turn again and it's okay. i dog. love
1: left-hand turns
2: they're great um but how do we deal with these things as people even get older older you know um mm-hmm. In our 70s and, or into the 80s, where or you know, or it's how, how do you still have those connections? So I
1: have to believe that if we're in our mid 50s, we're not going to change that much. I would imagine oh, that God. we're still going to be pushing things when we're older and maybe they'll be more mental than they are physical. And thank you for the segue. That brings up some celebrities who you might be surprised started over or did new things at midlife. I have a couple links that we'll put in there, but here are a few that some people may know, may not know. Vera Wang used to be an ice skater. Mm-hmm. And she started doing bridal at age forty. And yeah. she's
0: like eighty now or something ridiculous and, and looks she, forty. And still designing clothes. Yeah. But she'd started
1: as an ice skater, which I didn't know. And then anyone who watches any of the Julia Child movies might know that Julia started late, like she got married at 40, but she wrote her first book at 50. Yeah. That's that's our age. I found out that Bob Ross of the Mighty Fan Brush. Yes. Filmed his first episode of Joy of Painting at 41. Yeah. I thought he was so much younger when he did it, but he started a whole new thing. And he's in our history as the mighty fan brush man because he did it at midlife. And yeah. then whether you're right or left, Arnold Schwarzenegger went from being the Terminator to a politician at 56. If you click on any of these links, there's a lot of other names who people might be surprised had a second act or third act or fourth act midlife and onwards, which gives me a little hope. I mean, we're not all going to gonna look like Kevin Bacon and we're not all going to have the money of Kevin Bacon, but you don't need to be famous. Why can't we do it?
2: Well, you just have to. I mean, in some ways, it's just a necessity. It's like yeah. you, you gotta.
1: This is probably a personal thing to my cousin, Jenny, who yeah. is an artist. Her book publishes this week. That's <gasps> awesome. She is 53. Yeah. First book. Good for her. Yay, I, Jenny. Woo! I think it's amazing. And of course, she has to do sort of the whole mechanism of like selling the book and doing the videos right, and right. she has to be on TikTok. But but she's she's talking very honestly about it in, in a way that I like it. And I like what she's doing. This Terrible True Thing is the name of the book. If anyone is Mm -hmm. interested in looking for it, it is a 90s novel. They call it an interactive novel because she has drawings as well as writings. Mm -hmm. So she's not not starting over, but doing something different. To to your point, maybe book writing will become her thing. And maybe in five years, she stops doing what she's doing and she goes full time into book writing. Gets me very excited to hear that.
2: The path before us is unknown, but I feel like. I can't think that hard about it. My Midwestern prudence is just like, well, you got to make sure you have a plan. But it's like, I can have kind of a plan. Kind of a plan. Right. And just let things happen as they happen. Because I've learned over the past couple of years that things can just happen anyway. So I think that's smart.
0: We can plan until we plan, until we plan, and then life's going to (laughs) go.
2: (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it'll just How do it. How yeah. cute were you? How cute are you
0: to you?
1: Look plan. at you trying to
2: plan and Look button you it up. Look at trying to plan. Yeah, it's yeah. not going to be. Just go with it, you know?
1: Exactly. To your point, though, I think that the things that we've gone through mm. educate the next step. So, like, no. Yes, no what you've been through has led you to this potential new thing. That's right. What she's been through has led her to write this book. There is one TikTok star. She's a dancer. She's, I think, 52. Her mm-hmm. name is Kim Hale. Mm. And she sort of said, you know what? I can do it. Why not? Why can't I just dance? And now she's auditioning for things <gasps> Right. Very cool. at our age mm-hmm. and and in these social media platforms, specifically TikTok, which I know you shake your head at, but there are a lot of people doing that. That is another <laughs> virtue of our second act is that who gives a shit what people think about the second act? That's right. We're just going to do what we want to do, which is a Gen X thing. You guys have sort of tracks. I've never had a track, I'll be honest with you, because I was going to be a lawyer. Right. from the time that stopped, nothing else I've planned. And it just sort of happens. So I'm in your same boat, Lori. It's like, well, you know what? There's a, there's a universe. I'm going to do the things that make me happy. And hopefully the universe works with me. Right. Yeah. And I'm still able to keep doing it. But that's a different attitude than like going for it, like becoming a dancer at 50.
2: Those opportunities just sort of happen anyway. Unless you have a very specialized kind of field of, of profession. It's just, it's a lot more fluid, I would argue, than for all of us. Uh-huh. It's just... And things just change and entire industries change overnight and it's right. pretty crazy and we just have to adapt.
1: I think that adaption thing is something also that our, our listeners should be aware of because while you don't have to necessarily plan for it, just listen.
2: Yeah. And, 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 and leave and your ego behind, too. Correct.
1: Oh, yeah. Be open to it. I think yep. that's also another thing is being open to it. Like if a naysayer came and said, well, you can't do any of that stuff. I'd say, you know what? We're just going to be open right. and not judgy. If you can't, we can avoid it because we're pretty judgy. And and see where it takes us. Because honestly, I never thought that this podcast would last five seasons. I, I, I about mean, let alone think about it. Yeah. being famous. <laughs> <laughs> give it a minute so if there are naysayers then out there that that want to at our age saying oh, you shouldn't do that just go you know, do your job retire take your money and go what would you sell to the naysayers at this point other than be that open? they should go do that
0: no you do you. Yeah. you do you you do you boo right i'm gonna do me you do you i've never been one to let people tell me what i should be doing yeah it's not gonna I, start now that's so. i have here saying are the things we
1: can't do or fuck it it sounds like yep. we're of the fuck it angle.
0: There are some things I can't do, but well, not like I can't go be a cop right now.
1: Yeah, uh, although maybe
0: you could. Well, there was a time I wanted to be a police officer. Really? Oh, come on. You don't think I'd have been a good cop? You've been great a great cop. cop. But yeah. I, I'm too old now. Okay, so that's what I mean by I can't do okay. something. Because there's the actual... <laughs> physical a, limitations. time yes. limitations, right? You can't go back bad, and change it. No, yeah. it'd be
2: a bad time for me to decide that I want to be a commercial airline pilot because it's be yeah. really tiring in four years. Exactly.
0: Exactly. <laughs> so right? not really. Like, yeah. No, that's Uh-oh. not going to happen. But other Although, than that, if
1: he was a commercial airline pilot, wouldn't you listen to him go on the thing and say just once of we're lifting off and this is what we're doing. Can you imagine if it was Chris's voice measure what he was, what he would do. Right right trip.
0: But yeah, yeah, Chris, at this point, no, they, be a bad they, bad
1: investment. They, they, well, they wouldn't take you. Right. Yeah. And so Chris, because you have a teen and she's on the other side of it and thinking about what she wants to be, does that ever inspire you? Do you ever like think about what she wants to do and say, oh, man, maybe I could do that. Or is it just a totally different mindset because she's a different generation?
2: I think what you can take away from it is the enthusiasm. That's really the biggest thing for me. And there's a a hopefulness even when we have given them a world that's just at some points can seem like a complete shit show. It's like there's still an optimism there that I admire.
1: And I think that optimism is actually a really good word when we're thinking about this, because that also allows you to open yourself up to things happening. I don't think I could have done that in my
2: 30s. I think no, because I don't think you had that. Maybe you just didn't have enough experience. and Maybe not.
1: Know. Or just my brain was just wired differently. I think it's yeah. wired differently as as a midlifer. Not yeah. that it's over, but that I'm willing to hear out a little bit more of the universe to see where, where things go and not stress over it as much. But we in my 30s, that.
0: I was still chasing. Mm-hmm. I was yeah. chasing the title. I was chasing the dollar. Right. Yeah. Like, in my fifties, I'm like, Meh. Meh. You guys can have the title. Yeah. Just give me the dollars. Just give me. Nah.
2: <laughs> so you split be, it have to be comfortable and take a couple and take a nice that's, vacation once a that's year. It. Yeah. That's yeah. it. That's yeah. it. I
0: don't. I don't need a whole
2: lot. How <laughs> many people need four cars and five houses? None.
1: No any recommendations for people who are facing this sort of old dog, new tricks world? Have fun. Have fun. Have fun. Okay. I better go. Okay. And if you have a passion, don't be afraid of it. Mm -hmm. That's definitely something my cousin teaches me that. She's been working on this for seven or eight years and she's done it. So if there's something, just do it. Just do it. Okay. That is it for us this week. Thank you for listening to Gen X Stories. Drop us a note at hello at com, and we may do some shout outs on a future episode. And oh, don't forget, we still have merch, like cool stuff. Go check it out on our website at genicstories.com. You can also subscribe to Genic Stories on your favorite podcast app, write us a kick-ass review, follow us on Instagram at genicstories Stories, or join our ever-growing Facebook group. We all have a Genic story. What's yours?